Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're now joined by Joe Geruso, New Orleans District A, um, uh, member of the council. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, Noel, good morning. So, Joe, I guess top of mind issue for a lot of folks, um, and I know for you too, was flooding as it relates to the storms on Saturday. Um, uh, the 108-year-old uh, turbine went out and the 65-year-old turbine, which is my age, and um, I wouldn't want to rely on me at 65 years of age. I mean, you got to laugh to keep from crying. But, I mean, this has been kind of decades of uh, neglect as to where we find ourselves and the challenges that we're facing today. Yeah, it, it has been decades of neglect. And look, as you pointed out, um, we have Turbine 6, which is maybe 20 years old, Turbine 5, which is your age, and then the other turbine that's in existence and the other ones that are still there date back to World War I. Um, you, you, you can't reasonably rely on that. The, the good news is the city has funded and is working with Energy and Sewage and Water Board on a new power substation that will be up and running, but that's not until 2025. So for the next 18 months, what are we doing to make sure that there's as much power as possible, that there's contingency plans? And, and look, in somewhat fairness to Sewage and Water Board, um, the power that's generated by turbines four and five are ancient. It's 25 hertz power. You can't go to Home Depot or a generator store and just buy something like that. So there has to be planning, and I think that's really where we're going to focus a lot is uh, what is the contingency plan going forward? We know that we're a little bit on borrowed time and using duct tape and bubble gum to keep four and five up and running. How are we going to make sure that there's enough power? What are alternative things that we can do at the pump stations, perhaps, to make sure everything is working? And, and again, it's, it's an 18-month plan. We all have to be solidly linked in and make sure that uh, there is a contingency. I mean, the bottom line is we should consider the turbines of that age to be Murphy's Law. Something will go wrong, and we just need to be prepared for it. And, Joe, I guess that highlights one of your frustrations I was reading uh, in a NOLA.com article the other day, and I think you're, you're appropriate and spot on when you say there are third, you know, we, you control what you control. And when we fail, when we control it, that's not a good thing. And, that, and I'm talking about the cleaning out of catch basins and making sure that that's on a routine purpose. You all have appropriated money for that endeavor, but yet 
it turns out we're not doing it? Well, well, that's right. And, and Newell, probably the last two years, I've heard my grandfather's voice in my head saying, you son of a gun, we've never had this much money when I was on the council, and look how much you all can do. And, and my frustration is not when there isn't enough money or when something isn't foreseeable. It's we have money and we should be spending it. So to your point, I think everybody knows that the system runs from the catch basins to the linear pipe to the canals and then either to the lake or to the river. And then you have the power and the pumps that are accentuating them. We, the council, allocated $10 million last year to begin cleaning the 72,000 catch basins in the city, and that contract still hasn't been finalized. I, 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 I don't understand when, and I'm stumbling over my words because it's so incomprehensible to me that this is a public safety issue, that everybody agrees that we can't flood, that how we can't make this a priority, number one. And then on top of that, number two, we've seen in these storms that there are lower-lying areas of the city, whether it's the lakefront, Mid-City, Hollygrove, Broadmoor, that will are more flood-prone. And so given that knowledge on top of, of what we have, why aren't we marshalling our resources? And then I guess, Newell, you didn't say it, but I will. This weekend I went back and I looked. And in 2019, when we had the Mother's Day flood, I was saying, hey, mm-hmm. we have to look at the catch basins and the linear lines. And in 2021, after Ida, I emailed the administration and said, you need a drainage plan for Lakeview because the entirety of my district, essentially, except for Hollygrove, is pumped down and dry, except for here. I'm, I am frustrated, tired, just as much as a resident, if not more so, about not being an engineer and being able to see very clearly some of the things preemptively that need to be done on a regular, proactive basis and making sure they're being accomplished. I, I, I don't think that's asking for too much. And we want to make sure that the city is livable for the residents here, first and foremost, the businesses that work here. And, and there's nothing that gets me more upset than something that is preventable and when there's a mechanism to help deal with, with that. Joe, does this come down to a lack of focus? I mean, where's the exigency? Look, and, and I know what people are thinking. You know, the mayor's in Dubai. And meanwhile, we have a rainstorm, and she's over there talking about climate change and water management, and we're underwater. I mean, it's hard to separate the two, right? I mean... Uh, 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 listen, I, I, as you pointed out, um, pretty much as soon as I woke up Saturday morning at 7 o'clock, my phone was buzzing. And, and yes, this, is, this has to be, and you and I have talked about, police issues and and other public safety problems that we have, this has to be at the top of the list when it comes to urgency and importance. It It is important. It is urgent. It has to be dealt with. And look, I I random I rarely rarely lose my cool in council chambers um, because I don't think it's productive. But I did lose it twice during these uh, budget meetings. One was uh, about law department issues, and the second was about infrastructure and some of the flooding problems that we've had. And my frustration is. Again, it's one thing when you have an unknown problem, when you have something that people can't reasonably predict or foresee, but when 
people have been banging the table and saying these are the changes that need to be made, then it needs to happen. And, and look, I, I'm not an engineer, but I do know that we are going to have a solution a period of time from now. But in the interim, you have to have this backup plan. And part of helping Sewage and Water Board is cleaning the catch basins. Part of helping Sewage and Water Board is making sure the linear pipe is clear. And it's got to be a priority. And uh, one of the things I, I tell whether it's a resident or a business owner is um, continue to apply pressure to all of us about this because if you got flooded, if there was flooding on your street, if it's been chronically reported and hasn't been dealt with, then the city has to know. Yeah. You know, and the other problem is when it relates to auto insurance, we have all of these claims, and what does it mean? The community ends up paying more for auto insurance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mean, if, if, uh, <laughs> so if, everybody if suffers. Whether you live in New Orleans or not, you're, you're going to suffer. Well, and we just we shouldn't be having that. It, it's, it's just, look, this is running government 101. There are just certain things that have to happen. Your trash has to be picked up. The lights have to be replaced. You need to know that you're safe walking from A to B. And you, you can't go into the fetal position every time it rains. And so we, we collectively have to be in a place where we understand that there are heavy rainstorms. There may be rainstorms that are, the system isn't equipped to handle, but we can't shoot ourselves in the foot by not taking those preemptive measures early on to try and make sure that we're as prepared as we can possibly be. Do you have a few more moments for us to talk about the budget sure. when we come back after the Absolutely. break? All right, we're going to get to a break. We're visiting with Joe Geruso, New Orleans District A Council member. We will be right back. We're broadcasting live from the People's Health Medicare Center at 3017 Veterans Memorial Boulevard, right next to Party City. Come on by. The next informational meeting will be at 1 p.m. today. Mike Knight from People's Health will be conducting that, and we'll be talking to Mike at the top of the 12 o'clock hour. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. We are visiting with Joe Geruso, District A Council Member for the uh, New Orleans City Council. Joe, um, I know you put a lot of effort into the budget uh, endeavor of the city of New Orleans, and most folks don't realize how how complex that is. So I want to thank you for uh, your effort in that regard with the uh, your other members of the budget committee. Um, why don't we start out with your highlights of of the budget that was a- adopted by the city? Well, I appreciate it. And, and the other hard part too, Newell, is budget is hard to understand unless you're in the middle of it. But the outcomes right. to me are what's so important. So first, um, NOPD got a 5% pay increase across the board. This is part of our effort to keep pace with local and national trends and make sure that we're retaining officers here. Uh, Councilmember Morell has said many times that the retention is just as important as recruitment, and we want to make sure those people are paid well. We also gave all city employees a 2.5% pay increase, too, and I think we want to make sure that people who are working here know that their work is valued, and obviously paying them accordingly is important. Uh, remember also on the ballot, uh, 
a month or two ago, we consolidated code enforcement uh, into its own department. Previously, it had lived in a number of different places, and I really felt like it couldn't do its public safety work um, spread out between so many different departments. So we consolidated it into a single one. We've appropriately funded it moving forward. And my hope is that people will see more blight reduction, the ability to have inspectors respond more quickly. And then, of course, the other piece of that is to be more consistent, predictable, efficient in their enforcement as well. And to that end, we funded about another half a million dollars for them to really try and get that adjudicatory framework in place and make sure that people who are violating our safety and permits rules or code enforcement rules are, are, are brought to justice more quickly, that things are happening uh, on a more timely basis. The other, the other one for me that's sort of near and dear to my heart is um, we learned sort of in, in all of these processes that the school board was potentially leaving as much as $6 million annually in Medicaid money on the table. And really, it's, again, because it's a process, it's a bureaucratic regime, it's hard. So we funded another half a million dollars to make sure that we're working with the school system on trying to unlock as much of that money as possible and get kids in schools not only the place-based health that they need, but providing more money to the schools so they get uh, the health that they're entitled to. And, and my view is you always pursue that manna from heaven. If you have federal dollars or state dollars and you can tap into those, that you go ahead and do it. And, and of course, Duel, like the, the last piece of all of this is we had budget quarterly meetings, uh, obviously, on that basis. We're going to try and narrow those some, and rather than having so many departments come in, I think what we'll narrow our focus to is the departments that either um, have issues that need money or that aren't spending their money. Joe, uh, we've run out of time. There's so much to talk about, but thank you so much for joining us today and giving us an, an update on all of this. And um, I know that I'm willing to stay on top of this catch base and cleaning endeavor i mean this is something that we got to get done it's something we control and hopefully we're able to get it in short order i'll take all the help i can get thanks so much <laughs> all righty have a great day we'll be right back folks we are broadcasting live at the people's health medicare center at 3017 veterans boulevard come out and see us the next informational meetings at 1 p.m you don't want to miss it stay with us why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.